Hi, this is Devin Alley with Weekly Buddy Time. So you're going to listen to an episode today that's a little bit more serious than the ones that we usually share with our listeners. And I wanted to actually get on here for a quick minute before we got you into the episode because some parts of it may be disturbing for certain individuals. I do talk about the death of my mom and I talk about cancer and I'm a little descriptive and graphic about what that was like. So if this is something that's going to cause you any undue stress or really cause you to have a bad reaction to listening to the episode, just turn it off now. You can skip this one, come back to it next week. I definitely don't want to cause anyone any additional harm So that is your trigger warning for the trigger warning episode. Thanks. Welcome to Weekly Buddy Time with Stacy and Devin, a discussion between two friends 569 miles apart attempting to hold each other accountable around health and wellness. This week's episode, Trigger Warning. day it's been a day but i would like to report that i am Mm -hmm. right now as of this moment first drinking this uh this yogi um detox tea for the first time is it amazing Mm -hmm. yeah see it has a flavor like a lot of times you get teas and they smell great but then you drink them and they just taste like water yes Uh, that tea and i i think the yogi teas in general are pretty good at flavors but yeah. that one is my favorite flavor that's really good it's really good I, I think i want to experiment with some of the others i hadn't realized that they did have such a a rich profile oh my I gosh can't they remember. Have a ton. i feel like i've had them before but i mean it's been so long so mm-hmm. uh and yeah. they have the little sayings on the tags they do this one says compassion has no limit kindness has no enemy well there you go oh so there's our there's our thought <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm actually going to start another podcast, uh, which I actually have had a thought of starting a podcast where it's all just like, it's not very long. It's like a two minute or one minute like thing that happens every day. And it's just like yeah. me doing positive affirmations or something. Yeah. So thought of actually, the day. yes. So what I'll do is I'll just get a whole bunch of Yogi tea. And instead of actually coming up with anything or creating anything <laughs> or even researching anything, I'll just take Yogi tea and then I'll just... You know, in this very um, kind of mystical voice, yes. I'll have wind chimes playing in the background, <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Compassion has no limit, kindness has no enemy," and then the wind chimes will play again, and then that'll be the podcast. Yep, that sounds great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's my that's my next uh, Hoots Media podcast yep. idea. Yep, yep, yep. Let let James know. Okay, I will. <laughs> We can throw in the yogi tea sayings and the dove chocolate sayings. Oh, yes. I, yes. Li- I like the dove chocolate. Oh, we can just too. call it tea and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That would be kind of cool. And we could talk about, we could talk about, yeah, and, well, if we wanted to, we could talk about how we feel about the sayings, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do we or think Or we could means? just say the sayings. That's fine, too. <laughs> tea and chocolate. Daily yep, tea and tea chocolate. chocolate. I kind of like that. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, maybe, um. Maybe I actually will do something with it. Yeah. We're on to something. Also, also, it's an excuse to buy lots of yogi tea and dove mm-hmm. chocolate. And I mean, I need that in my life. So Yeah, absolutely. So that works. Um, yeah, today was weird. I uh, had to go back. So I got my first mammogram on mm-hmm. Monday. Monday? Yeah, because we talked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, they called me back and were like, oh, you know, your breasts are pretty dense. You need to come back. We need to look at things again. Um, don't worry. Lots of people get called back, yada, yada, yada. And so they mm-hmm. came in and then they squished me even more. So like the second <laughs> time you come back, like the first time they have like this very broad, like, I don't know, like clear plastic thing that just like grabs your whole breast and just, you know, squeezes it. And it's like, oh, this 
kind of sucks, but it's it's not too bad. If yeah. they have to come, if they have to call you back to like take an extra special look, they then yeah. have like this small, tiny metal thing that they then squish your breasts very specifically into, and then they have like vice grips that they like tighten. <laughs> oh my like, god! Ah! So it's horrible. That sounds um, terrible <laughs> and awkward. It was not pleasant at all. Um, so I did not like, did not like, and then they had to do an ultrasound on top of that. So, um, and so, and then, then after they did all of that, it was like, uh, okay, well, you know, there's a spot here and they show me the spot on the ultrasound and I go, this is a little tiny, little dark spot that, you know, doesn't look like any of the other dark spots. Yeah, no worries. Um, and they're like, we're just going to keep an eye on this. You know, we'll come back in six months. And I'm sure it's fine. Like, they did not seem worried yeah. about it. Um, but. <laughs> like, yeah, now they've planted the seed. Right, exactly. And so I was a little freaked out for most of the day. And um, and this will actually kind of go into some of the stuff that I want to talk about today anyway. But it's also just like, you know, you go to a place where you get a mammogram. There's lots of stuff about like cancer and, you know, like just mm-hmm. literature everywhere. Um, there are people who very obviously have cancer in the waiting room, right? Yeah. Like, um, and so there's just all of this just very blatantly in my face type of like, triggering memories for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so like i found myself literally and this is so dumb but in and like i said i'll relate to some of the stuff i want to talk about later um there was like this little pamphlet on metastatic breast cancer which was technically what my mom was first diagnosed with even though yeah. then later they were like well maybe it's lung cancer and then later who, who the heck knows what it was um but so i was just like flipping through it and was like looking at things and i was like well you know, maybe if I'd known this, it would have made a difference. Like, it's three oh, years. No. This not. I mean, like, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm like searching through this pamphlet for I don't know. I'm gonna magically find the thing that would have made a difference, and then I would find a TARDIS, and I will travel back in time and mm-hmm. and fix everything. You know, and yeah. it's so ridiculous. But it's like that's where my brain goes. And yeah. Oh. Anyway, so I was not. I was not my best self um, this morning at all. So I actually ended up taking, when I got back from that entire ordeal, a an Ativan, uh, which I have kind of in <laughs> in um, reserve in case I have close to panic attacks. And so I was just feeling super jittery. And I was like, I'm just going to take this little thing. Yeah. And it did help. So that was good. But good. Ah, oh, geez. Not fun. Not not a fun morning. How no. are you doing? I had a pretty shitty week too, to be honest. Okay, well then, <laughs> woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> shitty weeks, shitty weeks. Yeah, tonight. yeah. So I know we talked on um, Tuesday. So picking up from there, and that was when I was traveling, and then I got back in town on Tuesday. Right. Wednesday, we did a cool, that cool '90s concert with like the. Um, the lead singers from Eve Six, yes. Everclear, Marcy Playground, and um, Fountains of Wayne. And um, so the overall experience was cool. Like, we took the train downtown. We walked to the restaurant. It was close enough. Um, the food was amazing. And it was an actual winery that makes wine there. So, like, the wine was really good. And, you know, and then just the idea of hanging out with those four guys was cool. The um, But... The crowd there was kind of, well, first of all, so the first guy that came on was the Marcy Playground guy. Uh-huh. And um, the guy behind me was obviously a big fan. He was singing along with everything, even songs that I had never even heard of, like these little, like probably like little EP hits that like they released one time and that was it. And he was like singing yeah. along and everything was great. And then, um, then the Eve Six guy came on and when he was on 
like apparently the couple behind me and they were on a high top table. So they were kind of, I think the sound kind of traveled down even more, but like him, the girl, I think it was a boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't think they were married or anything, but, um, they were just talking and talking and talking. And they even say like, it's a, cause it's a small intimate venue. And so they even say, right. Like before they start, like, don't even whisper because that can be disruptive. And these, this lady, right. she had a, a really high pitched voice and she was just talking like this and they were just ter- carrying on about how Karen was rude and and Bubba. I don't oh know, my god! Like having a conversation that had nothing to do with why they were there, right? And so, like in the second song, like I was trying to sing along, and it was so distracting that I couldn't even sing along to like this song that I know by heart. And so I jump up out of my seat and I turn around and I was like. I, I mean, I was really nice about it, but I was like, hey, excuse me. Um, I think, can you t- please talk a little quieter? I think it's because you guys are at a high top, but you're just like, all I can hear is you. I can't hear the music. And they were cool about it. I think they kind of, the guy gave me a look at first, but he didn't say right. anything. Um, and they apologized and they were cool for the rest of the show. But um, like that, just like, oh, I was getting so mad. And then later, after they, after all of them kind of performed and they were doing like a question and answer thing, and people were just carrying on conversations, um, like not even paying attention to what the artists were doing. And I'm like, why would you pay? Like, I think the show was like $50 a person. Um, and it's like, why would you pay to come here and listen to these people, but then not even, not even pay attention, you know? So right. that was just really frustrating um, because I I had these really high expectations and the atmosphere kind of ruined it or the venue kind of ruined it or whatever. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Stacy. That sucks. That's okay. I mean, overall, I still had a good experience, but it just could have been better. But then, yeah. so that was Wednesday. Thursday... Um, I asked my boss if it's okay if I go by the DMV because I had tried to go, my plates on my car were expired. I tried to go earlier or on a Saturday and it was way too packed. And so I end up, we go to this location or he said, yeah. So I go to this location. First of all, they don't do plates. They just do renewal. So if you already have a plate, you can get a new sticker, but they don't do plate renewal. So we're in the wrong place. But then I thought, that's okay. We'll still get our driver's license. Well, um, we go up to get our driver's license and in order to get what they call a real ID, which has some sort of special, um, like watermark on it or something. And that's, you have to have that to be able to fly. Okay. And, um, in order to do that, you have to have a second proof of residency or something. Um, and so like another utility bill, you can't just have like a piece of mail. Yeah. And actually turns out, well, so then I just get frustrated and the girl was of course real bitchy. And so I was just like, well, screw it. I'm not going to get mine because, uh, my driver's license doesn't expire for like another, I don't know, like five years. And, um, although I'm supposed to get a new one when I move, it's not hurting anything. As long as I don't actually get pulled over, it's not hurting anything. Right. So, um, I just leave. James decides to go ahead and get the non real ID one. Um, and so he's cool or he's like got an Illinois driver's license now, but, um, then I get out in the car and I like kind of calm down. I just wanted to cry, you know? So I just told James, I was like, I'm going to the car. It's just been a really bad morning. Um, and to come to find out we had a canceled check. We had brought a canceled check because we had looked oh. up this stuff. Yeah. And that would have worked, but the freaking lady at the counter was not being helpful at all. So she yeah. didn't, she didn't tell me what she wanted. All she said was like, do you have a piece of mail with your name on it? And I didn't, you know? Right. Right. So that was just really frustrating. <sighs> and then, um, we'll come to find out though, on the good, on a good note, you're able to actually request, um, car plates online and i didn't know this or i would have done it a long time ago yeah um so i ended up coming back doing that getting that mailed off taken care of so that's in the work so at least that's taken care of um so then i show up to work like three and a half hours late uh which i just feel crappy about right Um, yeah yeah and then i go to leave work that day and i find out that um so that show that I've been watching, Lucifer, on Netflix, yes. um, it did get renewed for a fifth season, which I'm like, oh, yay, you know? Yeah. But it's going to be the final season. Aww. So they, they, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, 
just as par for my week, you know? Like, I get yeah. kind of a little bit of good news, but it's also bad news at the same time. And I'm like, ah! So then I get home, and I find out that we can't use our water because they've, <laughs> <laughs> they've replaced a water line in the neighborhood, and the water uh, pressure oh fell oh below 20 PSI. So now it's contaminated. It's got lead in it. It's got rust in it. It's got all the sediment in it. So, like, when we were running our water, it was brown, like, straight up brown water jeez yeah so that was (laughs) thursday night so then um i had taken a shower uh thursday morning luckily so i just went ahead and i got up to work or i got up on friday and i just took my toothpaste and my face um lotion and stuff to work with me and i just washed my face and brushed my teeth there and i just didn't take a shower um but if they don't get this fixed by sunday i'm gonna have to figure out somewhere like I don't know if I'll go rent a hotel or uh, this girl at work told me I could go to a local, the public pool and you can, you know, take a shower and pay like $5 and I could swim right. and then take a shower. But um, I mean, how, how pervasive is the water issue? Like, is it just your block or is it like the entire neighborhood or the entire Arlington well, Hearts area or? Well, yeah. So that's what I'm wondering because um, I would think that it would be this whole area. However, um, like we went to eat at a restaurant tonight and they were serving food just like it's fine. So that makes me nervous. Either the restaurant's not really (laughs) paying attention (laughs) or I'm like, is it just our building? What the crap? I don't think, I don't know. I would think that a water line goes to multiple buildings and 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 it doesn't mean it has to go to the restaurants, but I would think that the at least the apartment buildings next to us would be affected. Right. Well, and I mean, the restaurant may have brought in, you know, potable water that is external to, because that's true. You know, they they wouldn't want to close down. Exactly. So, yeah. And I'm going to guess this is probably kind of crap that happens a lot. So, yeah, you know, they're probably prepared to deal with it, but yeah. So, yeah, that's how my week's gone, at least since I've been back in town. So the the week started in case, you know, because we talked about this last episode, the week started with a terrible work trip that was just a bunch of drama that I didn't want to have to deal with. Right. And then not a terrible. I wouldn't say it was all terrible. I'm just saying the reason I was there was drama. You know, the yeah. people I got to hang out with was good. Um, so but um, work drama and then come home bad concert experience no water show is renewed but ca- but canceled or whatever finalized yeah and then um yeah so not my best week i kind of last night i was supposed to do my shoulder therapy and i was just like no i'm going to bed i just no. i'm depressed and going to bed <laughs> i'm sorry stacy uh that's okay that's okay uh, yeah no don't don't make this about me this your week was way worse than mine i think in the in the battle of the worst weeks well i weeks, mean but day but i only had really the like one recurring issue so yeah. that was you know <laughs> that's true it wasn't like everything else went bad too the kids yeah, also started a new school and and did great um so you know i've got that positive going for me yeah because they uh you know they they both started they loved it the teachers are very nice it's a very awesome place i mean who knows knock on wood things could completely fall apart but um i really like it a lot i really think it's a good fit for them and uh and i kind of feel like i've got my life back a little bit so that's nice um but yeah, so this, I mean, the, the mammogram and all that stuff was just one piece. And the good news was that I had a lot of other health stuff that I was worried about mm-hmm. that I also got tested at the same time. And, uh, like none of that came back bad. So, oh, good, good. You know, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely could be a lot worse. I, and, and honestly, this is not that big of a deal other than me just being triggered because of trauma. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know. That is uh that is me. I just need yeah. a big trigger warning on myself or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like just don't give me run anything. Yeah. Um anyhow. Uh but I did kinda like want to talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, sure. since it is kind of on my mind because it's something that happened today, but also um 
because it's been something that's been on my mind for the last few weeks, which is, um, you know, I'm on medication now to help manage my anxiety because of the really bad panic attack that I had. Yep. And which would happen on Mother's Day and which happened because I was remembering my mom's death and was afraid I was dying in the same way for really crazy reasons. But um, in the process of, of kind of working through that and talking to some people, the topic came up of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder because I guess one of my friends had it and I didn't realize. And she was like, that really sounds exactly like what I went through whenever I had a PS, you know, PTSD, um, you know, event. And, and I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. And, um, so I started doing some research and because I was like, you know, I mean, post-traumatic stress disorder is something that you usually think about in terms of like, you know, military or war, you Mm -hmm. know, or, uh, severe child abuse or, you know, or rape. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like, there's a lot of really horrible things that can happen that cause people to, to have, uh, PTSD. Mm -hmm. But I, and I just never thought even for a minute that that would be something that I might be suffering from. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Google and I looked up, uh, symptoms of PTSD. And one of the first things that it says is that you have kind of these re-experiencing type symptoms. So you have like these intrusive, distressing memories. You have flashbacks of the trauma. Mm -hmm. And I had not thought about that. But the, the first thing that it brought to mind for me was, oh my God, almost every single day I'm reliving like the last hour of my mom's life. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about the fact that number one, that was weird. And number two, that might be a (laughs) sign that there's something serious happening. Um, Because the, uh, and I'll put, I really will like for real put a trigger warning on this Mm because I'm going to explain it a little bit. I won't go into like a whole lot of detail because Mm -hmm. it will just make me cry. But um, so they released my mom to go home to hospice care mm-hmm. from the hospital. And she did not, she'd had morphine in the morning, but they didn't give her another dose right before she got onto the ambulance ride. And she was very delusional because the, the cancer had gotten into her brain. She was hallucinating. She was seeing things that weren't there. She was arguing with me about the fact that she was not going to die um so i needed to stop talking to her like she was gonna die because she was not gonna die um and but i mean like there was at some point that she like there was at some point she talked to me and she was like you don't have a face my daughter should have a face where's your face like Mm -hmm. like she was really far gone and so when she got in the ambulance i guess she just panicked which makes a certain amount of sense um because i don't know if she knew exactly what was going on and, um, and so we were traveling back to my house cause we were gonna, you know, we got her all set up. Thomas was home and had like a hospital bed set up and everything was ready for her. And, um, but she just continued to freak out and the ambulance, there was ambulance driver and I was sitting up front and you're not supposed to go back. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to go into the back of the ambulance if you're, you know, riding mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy, I, I don't know if it's like the head, I, I don't know how, what the structure is, like the leadership structure on like a an ambulance, whatever triage situation. But whoever the senior guy was in the back was just like, you pull over and you let her come back here now. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, so they did. And I got back there with mom and like held her hand and like tried to calm her down, but her heart rate had just like gone through the roof Mm -hmm. and she was convinced she was having a heart attack. And I was like, Mm -hmm. you're not having a heart attack. I have no idea. Um, I don't think you're having a heart attack, but let's, you know, let's breathe, you know, focus on your breath, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, we're almost home and just like tried to comfort her throughout that. So I have a question, um, real yeah. quick, if you don't mind. No, absolutely. Um, so 
I think this is kind of weird knowing the timeline. Like, I'll let you continue, but I, I know the general timeline of things. So how long at the hospital did they think that she had, did they think like she had a while and that's why they let her go? Or like, it seems weird to me that they, if they had known that it was kind of, com- like, obviously there's no way to, there's not like, you know, there's not right. like a meter that says, you know, 10% life remaining or whatever. But um, like, it seems like, I know there are phases because when my grandmother died, um, they had her on hospice care in the house and the nurse would come and she like listed out like steps that happen. Like there are very specific things that when someone is dying, like you can just check the box and you can be like, you know, the last few hours this happens, the last few week, like the last week this happens, whatever. And so I feel like if they had known these things... Like they probably should just kept her. Or was she adamant about not dying in the hospital? That was it. She was, I mean, to she was not really in a state of mind to to make any decisions for herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, because she, like, was convinced she was still fighting the cancer. Like, right, yeah. She just, she was like, okay, we're going to, you know, I'm just going to wait it out so I can get, you know, I'm here to get better so I can get more treatment. And, like, yeah. it was no longer an option, but there was no way we could get her to understand that right, it was yeah. no longer an option. And so yeah. we just just let her believe that yeah um but both like myself and and josh and and joe all decided that we did not want her to die in the hospital okay okay so that was you know they were like when they asked us what we wanted to do and we're like well let's just take her home you know so okay yeah um as far as stages though i mean i don't know it was for me part of the problem was that mom was in such denial about her own death. Yeah. That she did not, um, reach out for hospice care for people to kind of prep her for death. And mm-hmm. therefore I didn't have any of that prep. So I yeah. had no idea like how close it was, what was happening. All I knew mm-hmm. was that, you know, it was going to happen. Yeah. And I, and I was not prepared for it. And, um, how much warning did you get? Um, like this hospital visit, was it that's when they knew that it was too late or had there been a couple visits or kind of what time, what's the timeline there as far as like, was this the visit? Like when she was at the hospital that you were bringing her home from that the doctor was like, yeah, this is all we can do. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, honestly, I think that probably that was the sentiment prior to this, but that was not communicated until this visit. Okay. Which was part of my frustration because I had been reaching out, trying to get them to tell me something, anything like what are we doing? Um, but the communication was not very well given. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, you know, I mean, beat around the bush. Right. And I mean, you know, what are they going to say? Cause they don't know. And they can't be like, Oh, Hey, yeah, I think that she's, in bad shape yeah you should probably go ahead and get on fmla because that's what i was waiting on because i had no idea how long she was gonna have and so i was wanting to wait to the very last minute to get on fmla so that way i'd have the maximum amount of time Mm -hmm. to you know help her out without having to worry about it um but nobody was advising me in a way that was helpful at all and yeah but finally while she was in the hospital that last time they were like, yeah, there's really nothing else we can do. Or actually they were like, we could give her radiation to her brain, but you know, (laughs) it's not really going to (laughs) help. Right. Yeah. It's your decision, but you know, Mm -hmm. we would not recommend it. Yeah. And uh, that was the visit they found out that it had gone to her brain. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So it was, it was inevitable, but I do think that she probably was having a heart attack in the mm-hmm. um, in the ambulance. The yeah. actual cause of death it was like it was like like heart and lung failure essentially. Okay. Um, so that obviously was a heart attack that she did not get resuscitated from, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, but you know, I did not know that at the time. I was not sure what was happening. Yeah. And I was just trying to keep her calm and I just thought she was in a lot of pain and she was probably having a panic attack. So, uh, you know, we got her in those 
uh, I mean, I'm so grateful that the ambulance guy let me be there back, yeah. back there with her. Cause that, yeah. obviously he could have gotten a lot of trouble for that. Um, and it was the right thing to do, but like they dropped her like a hot potato as soon as we got <laughs> to the house. They like, they, they almost forgot to leave the signature order thing. Like they were, yeah. they, they put her down and they ran away because, wow. well, but I think that if they had been around when she actually went into cardiac arrest, they would have had to have tried something mm-hmm. and they did not want to because they knew it was not going to be a good thing for her. To yeah. Have, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's like, it's so, it was so traumatic. That was traumatic. Getting her into the house was traumatic because she's screaming and crying and, you know, her, her blankets are going off of her and she's just in like this hospital gown and, you know, things that happen to your body are happening to her body. Right. And Mm -hmm. so it's gross and it's terrible. And it's just like, okay, get you inside, try to find you some medicine. Um, send my brother to the pharmacy to get her medicine, to bring it back. So that way we can like give her something to like, you know, dull the pain. Yeah. Um, and calm her down. And, so while he was gone to the pharmacy, she uh, uh, she passed, and it was like that quick. We wow. had called yeah. we had called hospice, but hospice had not even arrived yet. Yeah. So it was she was like in this no man's land of having been released from the hospital, but not actually being in hospice yet, and um, and so it was just us. There was no, there were no medical professionals. There were no, there was nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and I was the one who called it because, you know, I was like, okay, she stopped moving. Uh, let me take her heart rate. She doesn't have heartbeat anymore. I think she's dead, you know? Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, and all of that just happened so quickly. And I think that, like, and it was just, and she fought and she was so terrified and so like just primally horrified by what was going on. And mm-hmm. I've always been very close to my mom. So not only is it hard to, I think, watch anybody do that, but it was really, really hard for me to watch her yeah. be in that state because I knew how bad it had to be for her to be there. Yeah. You know? And so that's the thing, you know, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff because there was tons of caregiving before that there was, you know, chemo, there was, uh, trans- blood transfusions. There was just like all kinds of, of just stuff mm-hmm. prior to that. There was like the month that she was living in Oak Ridge prior to going in the hospital where she just like very quickly declined. And that was hard to watch. Like there was a lot of stuff that happened along the way that was horrible and traumatic. But like that one thing is the thing that I continue to relive. Mm -hmm. And like, and the problem with that is like anytime I'm on the road and I see an ambulance, like that is what comes into my head. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, and you know, and you see lots of ambulances. Yeah, absolutely. You you know? And so it's just, ah, So that's the, that's what I, that's what I relive. And I, I think it was six months maybe after, no, I guess it was a little bit later than that because we were in this house. So it might've been closer to a year after, um, she passed away. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had like the most horrifying dream where nightmare that she was like, I was like inside her body in mm-hmm. the morgue oh my god like she was just like but like her brain was still able to like process things that were happening to her but she was just like in this oh yeah like it was horrible and Did you obviously that was about that in book club um i feel like it had a picture of someone's foot with a with the morgue tag on it i didn't read it for some reason but i I remember it was something about 
Oh, okay, sorry. I was just... No, that's okay. I remembered you guys talking about it, and maybe there was also a zombie book where you said that people yeah. were still conscious in their brain. Right. But I feel like there was one about the dead walking around, still walking around with us, and no... I don't know. Uh, shoot. There was one that was like City of Dead or something like that, where it was like yeah. the afterlife, but... Yeah. I don't know if that... Okay. I can't remember it very well now. Yeah. We read lots of... No, and right now we're reading a book for book club that's all about um, this really cool, awesome hippie lady who likes to, you know, do spells and read tarot cards who dies of <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Are you serious? You no. Know, I mean, I am dead fucking serious. So on top Holy of all this, crap. I'm reading this goddamn book. Oh, so anyway. No. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Um... So that's, yeah, I mean, that's a very, like, horrible topic to discuss. But um, I do think that I may be suffering from some, like, actual trauma from that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think just how quick it happened. I mean, don't get me wrong. Death is difficult to deal with in the first place. Right. But, like you said, the 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 sequence of events and then just the speed that it happened you know right. like i know that you knew she was dying but usually you think of weeks like you right have weeks. exactly exactly not that you have an hour right <laughs> exactly i mean that was my plan you know it was like oh, okay we're gonna get set up to do hospice care for however long it takes you know yeah and uh and I didn't think that was going to be fun, but I thought at least, you know, give her a whole bunch of morphine, let her be comfortable. Um, we'll just try to make it as peaceful as possible. Not like a violent fighting, screaming, writhing, horrible end to everything that was already right. so terrible and horrible. It was just, ah. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Oh, um, gosh. But... Now that I know that I probably am suffering from some type, if it's not um, PTSD, then it's like something like it. Yeah. <laughs> then at least I know that I can like work on that and like try yeah. to try to try to get better because some of the other symptoms of that are like, um, you know, one of the things that I I completely chalked up to pregnancy brain and then. Uh, you know, like sleep deprived, deprived, sleep deprived brain from having a baby or whatever was like my inability to like recall things or remember things or, or whatever. But that's a symptom of, of PTSD. And then like having the explosive temper that, that I've, that I've had, especially with like my loved ones and my kids, uh, over the last, you know, year, especially like that's, not me. I am not somebody who gets angry. Like, yeah. you know, I've, I yelled at Ashlyn when she was younger, but it was like, there were, it was not very often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so like that's part of it too. And so it was just like, okay, all of these things are kind of beginning to make a little bit more sense framed in this way. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so what do I do about it? That's kind of what I'm what I'm focusing on. The good news is that the medication that I'm on is like one of the types of medication that's good for dealing mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. um, PTSD. So that's that's already there. And then I did a little bit of of look looking at like what are some coping mechanisms you can use. And of course, everybody always says mindfulness and meditation. So I think that that's probably a good. Um, indicator that I need to to really like for real though I need to focus on it yeah and uh and get back into it pretty hardcore um I'm surprised your therapist or have you just not been going but I I'm surprised your therapist didn't think catch it yeah this. yeah I'm, a, I'm surprised at it too because I have Might be been time going to switch therapist yeah, well, I mean, I think part of it is that she is getting close to retiring and she doesn't seem to be um, too anxious to open up new issues like, yeah. with me. Like, she's mm -hmm. not like, oh, let's work on homework. It's just kind of, it's really just maintenance at this point. Yeah. Um, because she, she is, like, just slowly filtering out her, her people. And, you know, and I'm very functional. I'm always really good at putting on a good face and being functional. That's true. And, you know, sometimes that's not the reality of the situation. Yeah. So I think that that is definitely part of it. 
but I do, you know, she's, she and I've worked together for a really long time and she's given me a lot of tools to use. And, uh, one of the things I'm going to talk with her about when I see her again in a couple of weeks is this idea of, you know, I think I might be suffering from some trauma Yeah. and, um, you know, I used to, one of the things that she had me do when I was working with stuff from my childhood is that she would have me sort of relive some type of childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And then she would have me write what she called a healing script. And so mm-hmm. I would end up having a conversation with myself or, you know, about that situation. So I would give myself all of the, all of the language and the healing and the nurturing and the love that I would need to kind of recover from whatever that was, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's not your fault, you know, we love you, yada, 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 all of that. And so I would just like visualize that over and over and over again. And so I think what I probably need to do with this, because I have so much guilt and so much like trauma about what did, you know, I obviously caused this to happen. I should have kept her in the hospital. I should have, you know, made sure she had morphine before we left. I should have, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, she was having a heart attack. I should have had the ambulance people do something about it. Like whatever. There's like 500 different things. And I'm always like, mm-hmm. why didn't I do X, Y, or Z? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I just need to write a healing script where either I'm telling myself or maybe even better, I have my mom talking to me and she's yeah. just like, you know, it's okay. You did great. You did everything you could like, let it go. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Maybe that would be helpful. So I'm going to ask her about it and see what she thinks. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but I just don't think that she was looking for it. I mean, I don't think that she was looking for anything new and yeah. I, and I was not sharing all of the information either because it's me, <laughs> <laughs> but it's your therapist. Like, I know, but I'm so bad about actually, like now, I I was really good at being very honest with her at the very beginning, but like, because I've made so much progress and she's so proud of me, it's such, it's so hard for me to go to her and tell her that I'm like having a bad time because yeah. I feel like I'm disappointing her now because, oh. you know, I'm a success story. And so if I've had a relapse or if something has gone wrong, then I feel like I can't actually be like, yeah, I'm actually struggling again. Sorry. You know, Mm -hmm. because then she'll be sad or disappointed or, you know, like she'll feel like she failed. And I don't want her to feel like she failed. She's great. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But it's her job. I know. I have problems. It's like going to a restaurant and ordering a hamburger and getting a milkshake and and being like, you guys did great. Like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. I'm just not that hungry today. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the kind of shit I do. Oh, anyway, but the, but the other stuff that seems to help with trauma are things that we're working on anyway. So like sleeping more and uh, eating better and doing things that make you happy. So stuff like that. Um, and exercising is a big, big thing. It's supposed to really, really help. And one of the articles that I looked at, and I'll link it in show notes, is actually actually suggests that strength training specifically like resistance training helps um uh it's like a study that they did where they put people in resistance in like a resistance training group and they completed three 30 minute high intensity exercise sessions per week Mm-hmm. And it just, they had so much better results in their ability to like function and to, to deal with that. So that seems like maybe that might be my next step. That might be the next thing I need to, to focus on is finding some type of high intensity resistance training, but I don't know yeah. what that looks like. And I don't know what I need to do to make that happen. So that's where I need your help, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I know, I know that we're already like 46 minutes into this, so that can be a conversation for another day if that's better, yeah. but if you want to think about it, but I would love for you to give me some tips okay. on what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe we'll save that, and that'll be my homework for the next podcast. Um, Yay! 
just because, yeah, like you said, we're kind of into it. And I think this episode has had a very serious tone, which I think is totally fine. But, you know, I think, like you said, you may have to add trigger warnings. And I don't want to be like, you know, this is a very serious episode. And then, you know, at the end, we give you a full workout plan, you know? Like, <laughs> doesn't really This is going to fix everything. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how about that's my homework for next All right. episode? That sounds good. That sounds okay. good. Okay. But I also don't want to end on a bad note. So right. I figured this would be a good time for us to talk about how we did with our goals and then the plan for next yeah. week. Yeah, sure. Okay. So um, my two goals were to figure out a food plan and figure out an exercise plan. Okay. Uh, as far as the food plan goes, I did decide to go to at least try Noom, um, the 14-day okay. trial. Yes. So I signed up for that this evening. So it technically starts tomorrow morning. I filled out all my questionnaires. So I have to weigh tomorrow morning and then my coach is going to reach out to me tomorrow morning. So Awesome. Yeah. I I like the, um, after I kind of read about the food classification, I kind of like it. Um, like in some of it's, I get it. You know, like it was saying you can eat one cheeseburger from McDonald's or you could eat like, like 10 salads you know yeah, like yeah you know or like you can eat a cup full of uh grapes or you can eat like a teaspoon of raisins you know um so i get the idea behind it it's like food density basically and you want right. actually less food density um and more water um in the in the foods um so that sounds cool but then there were also things like um English muffins, like whole wheat English muffins, or maybe whole grain. I, I don't remember exactly, but right. uh, like whole grain English muffin is a um, green food. And I'm like, what? You know, like, why is that? So I need to, I, oh, I want to learn about it a little more. Yeah. Um, but so that's, that's interesting. So I'm going to try that for my food plan. Um, Excellent. So my exercise plan, I haven't technically figured it out yet. And I don't know with the state of mind, honestly, I was going to try to fudge something and just make a decision last minute. Cause I have a couple, I have it narrowed down to a okay. couple options and those options are going to be either join a gym and I have two different gym options. I have one that's on the way to work. And so I could easily work out at lunch or after work, um, or before work, but we all know I ain't going to do that. um so there's that but it's planet fitness and planet fitness doesn't have any um barbells they only have smith machines okay and i hate to be a weight snob but i don't like (laughs) smith machines so (laughs) i love those things they're not nearly as hard as the barbells (laughs) exactly (laughs) so um there's that. The uh, second option is we still have... Oh, wait, no. The second gym is... There's another gym called Fitness 19, which I'd never heard of before moving here. But we have one of those that's like just basically a mile up the road. But the problem with that is I don't often go during the week because okay. by the time I get home, I don't want to come by the house and then go up there. You know, like it needs to be something that I can do before I come home because I'm not going to leave the house again. It's right. hard for me to leave the house again. Um so those are the two gym options. Then I have the option of working out at home. I mean, we have a bunch of um, dumbbells and we have some kettlebells. We have a we have a bench um, and we have some resistance bands. But the problem is, um, like, I can't do certain things. Like, I can't do jumping jacks. I can't do burpees because I can't jump up and down because I'm in an apartment. Right, um, right. <clears throat> and so, and also, I don't feel like I get as good of a workout with uh, dumbbells, um, that you do with a barbell. And so there's that I miss, I like actively miss working out with a barbell. Um, and so I think to really stick with it, I'm going to have to integrate a barbell back in. Okay. So that is an option, but I don't know how well it's the cheapest and most convenient option, but I don't know how likely I am to do it. Um, (laughs) and then, (laughs) yeah. And then the third option is, uh, we could, we've been thinking about buying a house because all the people that we've met have been moving out and we're like, what the crap? And so, okay. Well, like, I mean, like, if your water turns brown, I mean, I, yeah. I'd be moving out too. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, and so we've thought about kind of looking at a house and like that way we could have a home gym again and we could walk the dogs in our yard. Hopefully we would even have a fenced in yard where we could just let them out, you know, and there's definitely perks to having a house. Um, right. 
And so we've been thinking about that. So there's three options. Um, of course, the house option is a longer term option. Right. Um, so, but honestly, the week I've had and the state of mind that I'm in, I'm just not in a good place right now. Right. <laughs> um, right. So I'm not, I'm just not even going to make a decision. So I'm going to fail that one on purpose. No, um, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You, you're making a decision to do the thing that's right for you. Yeah, and, that's true. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one building. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Okay, now, so you want me to go ahead and talk about my next week's goals? Or do you usually talk about your last week goals and then we talk about next week's goals? I, I think I usually do last week goals and then we talk about next week. Okay, good. Okay, so go about it. What about you? Okay, so um, I was going to decide, like, what my plan was to try to get my crap together because <laughs> I have my yep. bullet journal that I use and I get it all um, written out and then... Um, like you know and then i forget about it (laughs) so it's not very helpful right um but like last week i actually or this week rather i actually have managed to use it correctly like i meal planned on it and you know i was checking it off every day and it was like doing the thing it was supposed to do so i don't know what the i don't know what the hell that was all about um so what I decided, though, because my other goal was to figure out what my, like, how can I start getting away from social media? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually make myself a goal to begin and end each day with a journal review. So in the morning, I'll look and I'll see what I'm doing in the day. You know, I'll kind of make notes and, you know, get myself acquainted for the day these are the things i'm supposed to do today at the end of the night i'll actually do a quick journal to go back to like what i was working on a couple of weeks ago kind of tracking how i'm doing with meds beginning Mm -hmm. to think i may actually need to go up to the 10 milligrams that i was prescribed after all so uh you know like i need to keep track of that so that way i'll know if i need to do that and um And, you know, and just review and, hey, this is what I'm grateful for today, you know, stuff like that. So, like, just making time. And we've talked about this before in this podcast. It's absolutely true. If you're going to do something, you have to make the time to do it. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Oh, oh. Yes. Um... I was watching a TV show, it doesn't matter which one, but they made... <laughs> was it Lucifer? <laughs> no, it wasn't, for once, oh, okay. it wasn't. Okay, okay. Um, it's a new one called Imposters. I'm, I'm, a, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm not obsessed, but I'm okay with it. But anyway, okay, okay. Um, they made a comment that she, she said, the actor said, like, she saw a coffee mug at the airport, and it said, if you really wanted to, you would have. And Ooh. I just think that that is perfect, uh-huh. because it's so true, Um and I could go more into that, but I should probably let you get back to the point that you were making. I'm sorry I got excited and interrupted. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. But I think that that's true. And like, even with everything that's been going on, I've, you know, ever since I started getting on the medication, I have not felt like a hot mess. You know, right. I, most most days I'm making beds in the morning. Most days I'm like, you know, keeping everything together and I'm going to bed at a relatively reasonable time and I don't get everything done, but I'm you know, I'm a lot less scattered and like out of control than I was. And, you know, yeah, from a financials perspective, like we were just, I was not doing a very good job of keeping track of like what we were spending or what we were spending it on. Like I would just look everything after the fact and be like, yep, we still have money. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is not very good. A very great way to like be proactive with budgeting. Yeah. Um, and so like now I'm like, oh, I have this app on my phone. I just made a purchase. I should put that in my, <laughs> I should go ahead yeah. and enter that in right now. Yes. Uh, I should go and see how much I have left budgeted for this category to make sure I actually can buy this thing, you know? So, um, yeah. stuff like that is simple, but it's, but those are the ways that I was just like completely out of my, um, of, of my like ability to do anything, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and so I've, I've come back from all of that. And so I think that now it'll be a really good time for me to just say, okay, because of that, I'm putting this in place. I'm going to review very quickly because it only take like a couple of minutes. It won't Mm -hmm. even be like a five minute review in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then the afternoon, it'll be like five minutes, 10 minutes tops. Yeah. So it won't take that long. So I'll, I'm going to make that 
make that time. And as kind of the leading into the other part, uh, right now, what I usually do when I first wake up is check Facebook. And what I usually do almost right before I go to bed is check Facebook. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to be replacing my, uh, like, social media time in the mornings and the evenings with this very constructive, you know, self-reflective thing. So putting on my phone, picking up my book. That's what I'll be doing. But the other thing I'll be doing to help with social media is I'm obviously not going to be looking at it first thing or last thing anymore, but I'm also going to remove Facebook from my phone and I'm not going to allow myself to access it from my phone. If I want to access it, I have to come to my computer. So I'm not going to put a, put a, like an actual limit on it. But the thing about it is I'm hardly ever at my computer. Literally the only time I come down to my computer is like if I'm doing budgets or if I'm podcasting. Yeah. Any other time I'm either on my phone or on my iPad. So yeah. Uh, I, and I'll delete it from my iPad too. So I good, don't have good, that good, as good. there. Uh, so I'll have to actually come to my computer if I want to use Facebook. Yeah. Um, so I think that will help um, me start to limit social media a little bit more. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll keep Instagram for now. And then we'll just see if that ends up eating more of my time when yeah. I don't have Facebook. Um, but I'm going to try to replace it with Slack. So when, I'm, when I've been going to mindlessly look at Facebook, I'm instead going to open up Slack and talk to people, you know, yeah. in a thoughtful way that I actually care about as opposed to like just mindlessly scrolling through a whole bunch of posts of people yeah. that I only barely remember from high school. Yeah, so, actually, uh, the other day in general chat, I um, like I didn't have anything to do at the moment. So, and I didn't have like you know, obviously, I don't. I try not to get on social media, which I have been a little bit. Which I want to talk about that, but obviously, it, uh, that'll be maybe next episode because we're right. running out of time here. But um, I just started chatting in general, and I was just was like random Stacy thoughts in general, you know. <laughs> oh. So, hey, we can carry on conversations. The non-social media club. That's right. Maybe maybe we should start a channel that's just like the non-social media channel. (laughs) Come here. Oh, it's it's like, it's like the AA, you know, the AA, like when you, when you, (laughs) when you have the urge to go on social media, you go to that channel instead. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's, that's, you know, that's kind of what, (laughs) what's it? You're going to be my sponsor. You're going to be my social media sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Oh my gosh. So two bell things for me. Cause I actually yeah. did spend some awesome. time. Good job. Um, and that also leads into my goals for next week, which will be to begin to do my review at the beginning and end and to delete Facebook from my phone mm-hmm. and my iPad. So those are my goals. <laughs> I, Good. My whole goal for it. this week was to plan what I was going to do next week. So ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ta-da! Good job. Good job. What about you? What are you going to do next week? So, okay. So you remember, um, this wasn't a goal for last week, but it was a goal for the, I think the two weeks before that, but it was tracking alcohol and sweets. And I was like, yeah, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. Blah, blah, yes, blah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at Habit Share lately, but <laughs> I have I have now drank for the last eight days in a row. <laughs> oh my and, gosh. Uh, you yeah. beat me. Uh, yeah. And I plan to drink tomorrow, too. So yep. it's going to be nine. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say for next week, I'm going to say no drinking. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, I might could allow one. Let's say one. One okay. <laughs> it's, just like, it's your kit in case of emergency break here. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I get an allowance of one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's a little excessive. That's definitely like my longest streak and I think ever. Yeah. But it was just the way and it wasn't like I had a bad day and I drank. It was that like I think last Friday I had a stressful week and so I drank. But then and then Saturday, I can't remember what happened. But then like Sunday and Monday and Tuesday like it was like social obligation type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then um you know, Wednesday was obviously the concert. Um, today we went out to dinner, so it was kind of like date night, you know, and I just wouldn't go out to a fancy restaurant. You just want to have a cocktail or right. like the, the concert was at a winery, you know? And so it was kind of like, 
I just, I don't know. It was situational. So, yeah, but I'm going to, tomorrow, the reason I'm drinking tomorrow is because we uh, have reservations for, like, this nice brunch place. And oh, so I know nice. they're going to have some sort of nice brunch cocktail that I'm going to want to try. So yeah. I know I'm going to drink tomorrow morning. Um, and I've been drinking tonight, actually. But, um... <laughs> So, yeah, that'll be nine days. Tomorrow will be nine days. So I think wow. I need to do a little detox of my own. So I'm going to say no drinking, but one is okay if it has to happen. That's right. Um, I'm going to, I want to make a goal to stick with Noom because otherwise I'll sign up and then not ever open the app again. So <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to work on Noom. And then for my third one, I'm just, I need, right now, I'm in a bad place. So uh, I'm in the, Stacy needs to pick things up and get to it phase so i need to figure out the exercise thing like i said i've narrowed it down but i'm in a bad place to make a decision but i need i need to make a decision you know that kind of thing yeah no for sure so that one's kind of a i don't know it's very general but i just need to have a game plan yeah so those are my goals yeah make a goal to make a goal yeah exactly exactly yeah i like that i like that yeah all right, so I'm making some notes because I notice every single time I listen to our podcast, I'm like, oh, I want to follow up with Stacey on that, and then I forget <laughs> what it was. Yeah. So I'm making notes right here that next week I'm going to follow up with you on your social media, and I'm also yes. going to follow up with you on Noom because I want to know okay. what you think about that particular okay. um, app. Mm-hmm. So we'll And go then from we'll talk there. about your workout plan. Yes. I'll put that down too. Yep. Yes, come up with a workout plan for me. That's okay. your homework. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next episode is all about, like, Stacy's going to, it's going to be me talking the whole time. That's right. That's right. Oh. It was all me this, it was all me this, uh, this semester. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Woo! Oh, dear. <laughs> no. Nope. No. This episode yep. Devin. hello hello hi 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 <laughs> hi my name is Devin. welcome to weekly baytown university <laughs> this semester yeah i think i think this uh, is probably the appropriate time to end the episode <laughs> uh you know yeah. mind me yeah <laughs> maybe <sighs> i mean unless everybody just wants to hang out for a whole semester i mean we got all kinds of we got all kinds of subtopics some papers you can write oh yeah absolutely we'll give everybody homework everybody come up with a resistance training thing for that to do yes yes that's the that's the uh homework for the listeners yeah all right i love you stacy love you too Devin. bye bye a hoots media production